0: Welcome to This Week Health Community. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. Today, we have an interview in action from the 2023 fall conferences of CHIME in San Antonio and Health in Las Vegas. And we want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. And they are Olive, Rubrik, Trellix, Medigate, and F5. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com, and here we go. All right, here we are at the Chime Fall Forum, and we are doing another interview in action, and this time with Teresa Meadows, Chime's CIO of the Year at Cook Children's. Thanks. Welcome back to the show. Yeah,
1: thank you. I love the show.
0: Um, CIO of the Year. It's pretty weighty. I was just talking with Andrea Doherty. And there's a, an image right over your my right shoulder here, <laughs> yeah. you're going to do a panel discussion tomorrow. CIO yeah. of the future, sorry, that's not you anymore. I know. You are a CIO of the present. Correct. Somebody who's been in it and doing it for a while, and then John Glasser. That's going to be interesting. I mean...
1: It is. The discussions that we've had in preparation are just a walk down memory lane and just And then starting to think about how are we going to build up the people in the future, right? And Andrea is a great role model for that because I think she brings energy to the industry that we need. And finding more people like her is really going to really energize the future of healthcare. Because we're not going to be here forever. As much as as we'd like to think we are.
0: Yeah. uh, (laughs) I'm not surprised that you got CIO of the year. Oh, You you. might be. I am. Truly. <laughs> but I'm not. I mean, it, there is a certain aspect of it that's not only about what you're doing at Cook Children's, but it is about the community and that's giving right. back to the community. And we joked earlier that you were standing over there, I said, hey, can you do an interview? And you're like, I can't say no. Yeah. But that means you do a lot of volunteer work, you do a lot do. of investment and that kind of stuff. Talk about some of the stuff that you've done over the years.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think having a habit of not saying no gets you to do, into a lot of interesting things. And so, Lots of committee work, like some of my favorite committee work is like the scholarship committee, where I get to read all the applicant's scholarships and oh, wow. talk about how do we get more people into Chime, how do we provide scholarships to maybe people who wouldn't be able to come. So that's really rewarding committee work. I was crazy enough to put my name in the hat for the Health and Human Services a Cybersecurity Task Force, yeah. thought no way, there's no way that's ever going to happen. 200 applications, they picked 20 people. And you got on. It. And I got on it. That was all volunteer, you know, service. And I did that because I wanted to help the industry with cyber, but I also wanted to learn from really smart people. And that group had tons of smart people who wanted to solve the same problem. And so I think that just putting yourself out there sometimes into different things, teach at boot camp. I do, you know, all kinds of various things.
0: Well, well and that's one of the things that saying yes and getting on those that the side benefit. You think, oh, there's added work, and there absolutely yes. is added work. But we did a podcast not too long ago with you, David Tang, and? Brad Marsh. Brad Marsh, thank you. And the silly story is I'm sitting next to Brad Marsh on the plane (laughs) ride down here, and we both look at each other and go, I know you, I know you. We sit down and we finally have a conversation, and he goes, I was on your podcast. I'm like, you were. (laughs) That's the world of Zoom Zoom, that we live in, and I feel kind of embarrassed that (laughs) I, I didn't know that. But you got to hang out with those, guys. David King's yes. brilliant. He is, uh, amazing man. And you just you get to sit in those discussions as you're talking about what cybersecurity could look like in the future yeah. for healthcare.
1: Well, and just the really going through all the problems that we oh, have. Yeah. I mean, that was really our role, is to kind of do problem identification and then put recommendations out that we hoped someone would pay attention to. And it's got a lot of traction. I mean, a ton of traction. And so that's been very, very rewarding. Well, yeah, work.
0: you just needed the I mean, well, actually what happened is just cyber threats went through the roof and everyone's like, oh man, what yeah. do we do? And it's, oh, hey, we've been talking about this and thinking yeah, about this. Yeah,
1: very much so. I didn't know a lot about it, but I know a lot more than I did before I got there. So I probably got more out of it than other people did, but, you know, it's what you decide to take away from it.
0: What do you want to accomplish now? Between now and John Glasser, we'll call it that. So John's walking around here. He's as he's casual as he can be. He's as happy-go-lucky. It's like... But he's had quite the career, done, yeah. done a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, I probably have a good 10 more years for am anywhere close to probably where he is. But like I was watching the robot interview and people were like, I would have never done that. And I said, that was the perfect case of innovation. Oh, absolutely. Russ could have said this didn't work and just stopped, but instead he iterated on the process and that's how innovation happens. And so yeah, was it perfect? No, but it was a good, innovation process and then also it made me feel better that robots are not going to take over for us any anytime soon. I think there's a lot more work and understanding that needs to happen there, but it will happen. There will it's, be.
0: It was a perfect metaphor. First yes. of all, he had a very sympathetic audience. He did. Because we've all been there.
1: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, many times.
0: The second thing is, it shows potential. Now it, was, it was scripted, it was yes. those kind of things. We all saw that, yep. but we are starting to see AI Agreed. take wings. Have you seen this stuff on I'm, I'm just riffing with you now. Okay. It's just, this is how you and I usually talk, yes. and we're still doing an interview. Oh, yes, we are. But have you seen the stuff where they're using AI to create art? Yes. I mean, it's, you give it prompts. You say, hey, I, I want it to be inspired by this artist, take this content, and then boom.
1: Yeah, we actually had a, a donor give us a painting robot, and it does something similar where kids can go up to it, and they can say, I want a picture of outside, and the robot actually will paint the picture right in front of them. And it's this big arm with a paintbrush on the end. And it's sort of... that And so I, I think we're gonna see a lot more of those kind of things. When we first received that robot, I was like, oh crap, big cybersecurity risk there. It, you know, you had to get downloads from the internet, and you have to do all this stuff. But at the end of the day, it's a really cool innovation. And so we had to figure out how do we not create a risk but also provide the children something that they can learn from and kind of have a different experience while they're in our organization.
0: I'm kind of jealous of the children's hospitals because you guys get to work with some really- Neat stuff. Really neat stuff. Anything with VR at this point or know,
1: We've done virtual reality for a long time, for more for distraction. So like if a child's gonna have a MRI, that's a very scary process, even for some adults, claustrophobia, closed spaces, all that kind of stuff. And so we use virtual reality in our MRIs, and people can wear those glasses. And kids are much more calm. They're less nervous. We don't have to sedate them because many kids we have to sedate just to even get them through that process. And so we've seen a lot of good outcomes and faster results and test taking and those kind of things using virtual reality. Pain management's another place where we use it. Yeah. Um,
0: I, I've seen clinical applications of this because yeah. you're. Your brain processes as if it's really happening. That's
1: right, and so it, it distracts them one hundred percent from the, you know, what's really going on around them, and so it seems to be a good alternative to using medication, you know, to prevent them from having to take their tests.
0: The Children's Hospital world is that? Have you been in Children's the most? Of I you was were? with
1: Ascension Health before. I've only been in Peds since I came CIO. So that's why the CIO Children's CIO network is so important. I mean, we're very collaborative. We meet all the time. We talk all the time. We're all the time emailing each other. How many standalone children's hospitals are there? It's around 30, and the number continues to decline just through all the acquisitions and things that you see, but about 30 still.
0: Anything else fun that you're working with at Cook Children's?
1: Yeah, lots of stuff. We're building a new hospital, North Dallas, Prosper, Frisco, that area. And we're actually doing a digital foot wall, but the way we chose to do it, is through a mashup. So we're taking all known technology and we made our partners work together to give a seamless experience. So imagine TV on the wall where you have regular TV, edutainment, and you have your caregiver, sort of CNN stock ticker oh, wow. around the outside that has your caregiver, your schedule for the day. We're using RFID to. Have so it's just
0: locked them in a room and said, This or, is what we This we'd is like. what
1: we want, and we're gonna put all this stuff together and you guys need to help us figure that out. Because <laughs> we didn't want to buy something new. And so we really didn't buy any, we bought one new technology that we're using for in-room telehealth or virtual visits, that kind of thing. But we tried to just push the envelope and some of it worked and some of people were good on their commitments and some people weren't and there per- were a lot of lessons learned Perfect there.
0: picture of innovation.
1: Yeah, a lot of lessons learned there. So the first version goes live on December 28th when the hospital opens Fantastic. in six weeks.
0: Teresa,
1: thank you for your time. Yeah, Bill, Congratulations.
0: Yeah, thank you, fun as always. Another great interview. I wanna thank everybody who spent time with us at the conferences. I love hearing from people on the front lines and it is phenomenal that they have taken the time to share their wisdom and experience with the community, which is greatly appreciated. We also wanna thank our channel sponsors one more time who invest in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. They are Olive, Rubrik, Trellix, metagate and f5 thanks for listening that's all for now